Hey, Cassidy Sargent. Hey, Andrew Street. Now, Cassidy, I gotta ask you something. Let me hear it. How do you feel about boycotts? Uh, case by case basis. What are we boycotting? Well, what was the last thing you boycotted? <sighs> it's probably Best Buy. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that was the thing. Wow, that was long ago. That was a long time ago. You still holding that boycott? You've no, no, Best no, Buy no. Sense? No, I was there recently. I used it as a showroom though, so I'm sticking it to them. I wanted wow, to try so a you're new a mouse. Scab. I'm <laughs> you crossed the picket line. I guess so. Cassidy, do you know that we're trying to boycott Borderlands Three? Ooh, for for what? What did Randy do? And ladies and gentlemen, you'll find out that answer and much more on this episode of Gone Gold. Wow, that's some fucking hosting for you. You got that's the last five <laughs> minutes. Is this story? It's called clickbait podcasting. I like it. They'll get to the the juice after five ad reads. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. I'm your host, Andrew Street. You heard him there, the Randy Pitchford. On this mm. podcast, Cassie yikes, Sergeant. Yikes, 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 yikes. Hello, I have a new magic trick for you. Cassie, what's your favorite magic trick? Oh, you know, uh, I love a good card trick. It's magical. Sam Atherton, what was the last thing you boycotted? You know what? Do me a trick. <laughs> what's your favorite magic trick? Uh, my favorite magic trick is the one where they <laughs> cut the girl in half. Same oh, here. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, I remember I boycotted the movie Slither. Do you remember that? I don't even know what that is. Mm, wow. That's an old one. I boycotted the Hobbit movies. Really? Mm-hmm. I did. Why is that? It was a very petty, nerdy take, but uh, they made three movies with the three books of Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit shorter than all of them they fucking stretched it out into three movies obvious cash grab it upset me very much okay so i is that a popular opinion or is that a hot take um i don't think it's a hot take to say that the movies are bad um it may have been a hot take to say uh you know to get all crazy about it i guess yeah, I watched, I think, the first two of those movies. That was enough for me. They were fine. The Hobbit? Yeah. Never got to him. I, I held strong. Who made those? Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Percy Jackson and the Olympians put that one together. <laughs> oh, man. Cassidy, you been playing any video games? Oh, man. Fucking video games, dude. So, let's be honest. I've been playing a lot of Pacross. A lot of across Lord of the Nazarick. Uh, nothing really to share here, just being honest with you. Um, I put a good amount of time into Red Dead 2. I uh, was committed that I was going to make my push to finish that game. I put probably 20 plus hours in. Uh, fucking lost it all because I goofed on my autosave settings. Yeah, what happened? I, I saw your tweet about it. <sighs> so... <clears throat> I was coming back to the game after like a year of being away and I wanted to get back into the controls because the controls are a little bit funky, right? Some may say bad. Uh, and I thought, okay, I'll start up a new game and I'll just run it as a bad guy and just get into the flow of it. 
So I did that. But I didn't want that game to overwrite my main save. So I turned autosave off. Cool, great, manually saving, no problem. I'm back in the rhythm now. I go back to my uh, regular game and just like fucking tear off hours and hours and hours of this game, just running the game on standby. Not knowing that I had forgotten to go back in and re-enable autosave. I start the game up some one time, you know, after probably two to three weeks of this, and the game has restarted for who knows what purpose. Maybe it had an update. I have no fucking idea. But because autosave was off and I had not manually saved, I lost it all. You hate to see this. You, <laughs> you really fucking do. hate to see it. Now, here's the thing. I, I saw your tweet. I was going to chime in with a little little goof and a gag. I held my tongue. I thought, you know what? This is a sensitive moment. That's a lot of time. It was I'd surprisingly devastating. I, I would feel the same way because it would, uh, you know, that's a lot of time. And here's It the is thing. a lot you of time. Can, you cannot trust fucking these consoles with the suspend and resume feature. You know, I, I think it's a great feature, but I feel like sometimes I leave it in suspend mode and I come back and it, it's happened like what happened with you. Like maybe an update happened. Yes. Game restarted. You know, and then I booted up. I'm like, I don't know what happened here. I Thank fully God I had agree with you. On. But here's the fucking thing. When Red Dead 2 takes like 12 minutes to boot up. Yeah. You got to use the standby. You got to. Yeah. I mean, I'm using it. I'm taking the risk. I'm living dangerously every day. It's rough. I don't know what the rules are. And here's know. the thing. That Red Dead Redemption 2 opening, walking through that snow. Yes. I'd eat the disc before I started the game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I fucking loved it, man. I enjoyed it a second time. Uh, the third time, though. Yeah, fine. Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, but honestly, like it, it sort of broke my will to play the game right now. So... I'm going to try something else and I'm for a couple of months and try to put that 20 hours out of my head. Just forget it ever happened. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll come back to it. Honestly, Fuck, that's man. a terrible feeling. It's horrible. Like I, just all that time commitment. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, sorry, something fucked up and you got to read that last hundred pages of that book again. It's like, <sighs> mm. yeah, okay, great. Do you know that uh, one time I bought forget of it i think they're called mega man star force it was the sequel to battle network and uh, i was playing it as a kid i put maybe 20 hours into it because those are jrpgs so they can be quite long uh and i like ran past a penguin in this like level that was in a museum and i got stuck on it (laughs) and the game auto saved oh no and I couldn't get off of it for the life of me. I was like, I cannot believe this is how it all goes down. How it all ends right here. I never beat that game. I just left it like that. I think I just sold it to GameStop. Fucking soft lock, basically. <laughs> yeah, like it just fucking got caught on a pixel. And I couldn't get out of it. And it just decided to autosave right there. And I was like, this <laughs> is the absolute worst. Holy shit. That's yeah, awful. That's and it, and it, was a, it was a multiplayer game, too. Right? Like, you can play those games with your friends. It's like my friends are all playing. And they're like, oh, you... I'm like, yeah, I can't progress. I can't get out of this at all. Holy shit. No fast travel, nothing. 
The DS was a dark time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Cassidy, you've also been putting on the old, uh, you know, fucking the feathers. Yes. Yeah, great Jargus skins. Jargus. over the palico. Yes. yes. So, uh, when an ally calls for aid, I answer the call. And our ally, the judge, jury, and executioner himself, Sam Kingma, uh, called for aid. He said that he could no longer play with, quote, normies uh, because the game was too hard and uh, he needed assistance. So I took that uh, as my calling to finally jump into the 2018 Gone Gold Game of the Year uh, Monster Hunter World. Uh, So... I, I had a unique experience because I was Sherpa'd by Sam Kingma through the first probably four hours of the game, kind of telling me where I should be going, what I should be focusing on. These are some good weapons that you might want to pick. Uh, this is kind of how it all goes. Um, but I'm having a good time with it. I'm six hours in now. I just took down um, the uh, Anjanath, which uh, Sam Kingma said was a, a typical slip-up for novices. So... Mm. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm watching YouTube videos now. I'm getting in there. Yeah, the, that monster is easily the, the one, like, I think, like, the first challenge of the, the game. The first spike. That's, yeah, that's where shit, like, starts getting monster hunter-y. Because I think the first few battles are, you know, you get your feet wet. But now, what weapon are you using? So I am playing... Uh, I am poorly playing, but I am playing Sword and Shield. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm watching. I'm, I'm literally in in my other tab. I have a, a video on Sword and Shield, uh, trying to fucking get a little bit better. What I'm learning from watching the videos and, and sort of listening to advice versus how I'm actually playing, though, is I'm holding the stick too much. I'm moving too much. It seems like planting your feet and attacking is a better option than just sort of like running around because i'm struggling to hit monsters and i'm struggling to understand when i'm going to be hit so yeah i need i need to learn some of my combos a bit better i think to like actually play the game effectively it is not a game for everyone holy shit yeah it's also like i think one of the things i find so cool about it is that it puts (coughs) emphasis on like the actual prepping Mm mm-hmm like, you can research the monster and, like, learn about its weak points and learn its attack patterns and, like, how it behaves when it gets to certain phases. Uh, like, when it's panicked or angry or whatever, like, how it's going to behave. Yeah. And I think that that's pretty cool. And, like, you can, like, learn to hunt better, uh, which is pretty neat. But I, I think the thing I'm struggling with right now is, like, I want to get back to it. Yeah. But get it's, back. it's so... It's so dense, and I'm like, I beat the story mode. I'm in like the end game, uh, and it's like I haven't played in in a while, so like I forget a lot of things. Like I forget all my combos. It's like oh, I gotta go back and. This is the perfect that. opportunity for you because Robbie knows the game, Sam Kingma fucking knows the game, and I know nothing about the game. So you won't be the dumbest person in the room. But you won't be required to be the smartest person in the room. You can still ask lots of questions, and you'll still know much more than I know. See, this is this the is thing. the opportunity. I don't know if I can play with Sam Kingma out of pure morality. Whoa, what's going on? Is it is it the glaive? Well, 
No, the glaive. I have nothing but respect for Sam Kingwa for using the insect glaive. What What's a the guy. problem? You know that guy fucks when you, he tells you, I use the insect glaive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the problem is, last, I feel like last week on this podcast, I was like, yeah, dude, I, I kind of want to get back into Monster Hunter. And this kid makes the biggest call-out video oh. of 2019 roasting me. He's like, where the fuck are you? Come play Monster Hunter, you little bitch. What do they raise fucking weaklings in New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... Where was Sam King when I was putting 50 hours in the Monster Hunter? All I had was Robbie and Sam. Yeah, Sam That's King, where were you? I was there. See, see, okay. You, you're like ships in the night here, right? The timing was never right. But this is your chance to have your always be my maybe moment, right? It's like, well, oh, I... I think I want to play Monster Hunter with you. Oh, but the timing's not right. And then 10 years later, it's reversed. Well, maybe I want to play Monster Hunter with you. Oh, no, timing's not right. This is your moment. This is your chance. Forgive and forget and move on and let's play Monster Hunter together. I mean, that's a great proposition, and I want that. I feel it in my heart of hearts that I want to play Monster Hunter with you guys. But on the other hand, I feel like for, you know the story for the the drama of the show you know we gotta mm. keep the views flowing oh we gotta keep up we gotta keep up the will they won't they relationship between for the Sam. content yeah okay this is basically Kingman like the bachelor knows. but with yeah. monster hunter exactly like every Can- once in a while it's like oh are kingma and andrew friends andrew's uh you know he's now the go long gordo champions uh-huh. he really came out ahead in the judge jury executioner moments uh-huh. but he's got to eat the mayo will they won't they right are they gonna right. play monster hunter i don't know will they won't they who's the luke p in this situation i don't know what that is oh uh, somebody will get that <laughs> not me uh, is that from the bachelor yeah it's a bachelorette thing luke p was uh just this horrible dude he got kicked off the show and then showed up at the finale anyway and tried to win her back it was the whole thing damn Did luke p no no absolutely not she roasted him you'll love to see that you do love to see that come back to monster <laughs> hunter though and uh and we'll have a great time i, and I, I think I, I might actually be getting okay i'm learning my combos i'm know how to optimize i know what impact damage is and i like the sword and shield um, I do want to try out like a couple other weapons. I want to see how the bow plays and all that, but, um, good God. Some of those big weapons just take fucking forever. Yeah. And there's so many different modes to them. It's like, all right, you charge up this, then you got to use this combo to side slash, and then you can unlock the big hammer move and like slam it down. It's yeah. They're insane. I feel and like sword and shield is like a big dumb weapon and I'm still fucking like struggling to wrap my head around it. <laughs> I mean, too, like, I used the uh, the great sword or the long anime sword. Yeah. Um, the Sephiroth. To, yeah, to start. And, like, that's supposed to be one of the easier weapons. And it's like, I felt like a fucking idiot because when you swing it, you hit your teammates. Oh, and yeah. Like swinging it around and fucking smacking your teammates to the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I remember there were times think- when you would fling me into the air and I would land on the monster's back and I'd be like, how did that happen? I think, I think that's like sort of the point of it, but we were too dumb to figure that out. Yeah. 
I think I want to come back and try out like some, one of the gun weapons because I I was a switch axe main when I stopped playing, and I don't know that I'll remember like how to fucking do all the charge blade combos mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, well, but yeah, come game. come back, man. Let's grind out some uh, some low level stuff and and we'll start getting your weapon up. Yeah, it, it's easy, got peasy. a very. I think I like Destiny for similar reasons to why I like Monster Hunter. They very they're very reminiscent of each other in, in in a lot of ways. Yeah. And very different in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean moment to moment gameplay obviously like totally different, but I agree like they have the same kind of spirit, right? Yeah, like the repeating tasks to mm-hmm. grind out better, cooler looking gear and then moving on to the next thing. Which is fun. I'm 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 in for that grind. Is that it, Cass? No more no fire emblem for you? Oh, nope. No Fire Emblem. <laughs> Sammy, what about you? Have you been playing Fire Emblem? Uh, yes. I I think now You've I'm... you living Fire Emblem. I'm living Fire Emblem. I think I'm about 25 hours in now. And uh, I've hit a turning point. I hit a turning point last night. I was like... It was like the first, like, oh, fuck moment. And uh, it was really cool. Yeah, I know that there's supposedly a couple moments, like a couple twists in the game that are pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, I think I hit the 10-hour mark, maybe. Mm. Um, I haven't played as much of it as I've wanted to. Who is your, uh, still... who's your waifu so far? Oh, it's still uh, Edelgard. Mm. Though, Dorothea, Oh. she's rising in the ranks. You like those? Uh... And Ralph is still up there. Hmm. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, the game's fun. Though. Yeah, I think one of the things sometimes, like, I enjoy the monastery bits. I get lost a lot, and then I'm just like fast traveling between locations to hit every character. Mm-hmm. And I spend a lot of time like running up to characters and being like, "Is this your lost item? Is this your lost item? Is mm-hmm. this your lost item?" It's like, nope, that's not there. So then I go to the next character. Yeah, that's a little, so that can... that's like maybe a little tedious. Cause like I'm doing the same thing. Like instead of reading the description, I'm just like asking them like for every single item. Uh, and then until they like get one, but yeah, it's fun. Yeah. The turn-based parts of the game are incredible. I have so much yeah. fun with those. Yeah. They're really smooth. And I really like the, uh, the like battalion attacks, I think those are yeah. really cool, especially with like some of the the later stuff. I don't want to spoil anything. Do you play? Uh, did you know if you hit like I think pause or the plus button? S- say that one more time. Sorry. In. If you hit the pause, like the plus button, uh huh, it zooms you into like a full three or full third person perspective. You can like run around the field. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, during battles, it's like not. I don't know that I would like fully play the game like that, but uh, it's really interesting. Like instead of doing like the grid-based movement, you can like just turn it into a fully three D like chess style. Oh, game. that's kind of cool. That's sort of like yeah, uh, neat. what was that game? It's like the the turn-based game, but with the tanks. Valkyria. Valkyria. Oh, Valkyria. Yeah. yeah, it is very much like that. That's pretty cool. I really like that game. Yeah, that game's neat. You playing anything else? Uh, yeah. 
I, uh, so, and yeah, I'm going to need your help here, I think. I bought a Super Game Boy cartridge for the Super Nintendo, so I can play Game Boy games on yeah. my Super Nintendo. I have yes. one of these. Mm. And so, yeah, it's really cool. I bought Pokemon Yellow. Uh, that game yeah, very classic. that game very hard to play, all in Japanese. Uh, mm. However, do you yes. have any other uh, like original Game Boy uh, games that you might recommend me to play? Well, the uh, the Mario games on Game Boy are great. Mm. Is that Mario Land? Not Mario Land. Uh, Mario World is the Game Boy ones. I'm forgetting the titles of them. Mm, okay. What eventually became? I thought it was Land. So is it Land? One and two are Land, and then three becomes the Wario one. Mm. And that one was on G- Game Boy Color, maybe. Looking at those. But those games are excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Zelda games on Game Boy are good. Yeah, Super Mario Land. Tetris, obviously. Tetris is classic. Honestly, the uh, uh, Pokemon trading card game is pretty good. Mm. That sounds cool. Hm. Yeah, the trading card game is really good. Uh, uh, that soundtrack is fucking dope, too. That's really? that's an underrated gaming soundtrack, the Pokemon <laughs> the trading card game, Game Boy game. Huh. Uh, you have a sequel to DuckTales on there. Ooh. I'm pretty sure you have Metroid 2. Oh, I might pick up Metroid. And whatever Donkey Kong games are on there. Mm. Um, oh, and speaking of fucking Pokemon. Pokemon Pinball. I don't know if that works on the, the Game Boy thing. It should. But that game is excellent. Ah, okay. That's cool. I really like pinball games. I think they're a lot of fun. And if you buy pokemon pinball the cartridge you have you can put a triple a battery in it and then it would rumble whoa i'm gonna guess that no it won't work then (laughs) or uh, you know i don't think the rumble will work but huh well it'll it'll just rumble your uh your super nintendo yeah that's exactly what i want (laughs) (laughs) and uh i also purchased the uh cult classic Sonic Blast Man. And uh, this is a very progressive beat-em-up game. Now, Cassidy, I want you to guess. What makes this game so progressive? Sonic Blast Man is... um, Fighting for healthcare for all? Say it one more time. He's taking on Wall Street. You know... You guys are you guys have some good some good choices. However, this game is so progressive because you can beat up women. Uh, wow. Yeah, in the Japanese version, uh, women are playable or are enemies that you can fight. Uh, in the North American version, they removed that, so you only fight men. Do you know what it was called in the states? Uh, something really dumb, I think. I mean, it can't be more dumb than Sonic Blast Man, but uh, this was a Sonic game. No, oh, in, in America, it's also called Sonic Blast Man. Oh, there you fucking go. But, uh, Who made yeah, this? the guy, uh, Taito, which I think is like a, a blast from the past. Uh, I'm looking them up right now. They also made, uh, they made the Flintstones and the Jetsons on Super Nintendo. 
and uh, Bubble Bobble. That's about it. Bubble Bobble's a good game. Okay, now here's the thing. I'm going to go out on a limb right now, and I'm going to say, because I'm looking at this. Mm. Uh, the You remember the live-action Flintstones? Yeah. Sure. With, uh, what's his name? John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. I don't know if this is real, but I'm looking at the screenshot of the box art on Google Images. So what I'm going to say is the Flintstones live-action movie, The Game, on Super Nintendo, Robert has to beat it all before December 31st. Or December, no, actually November 15th. He has to beat it by then. The whole game, or he has to eat a mayo sandwich. <laughs> you're just making mayo beds for other people now? Well, so he's not here. I can do that. Yeah. I mean, you're the host of the show, dude. So Sam came with, oh, tell me if that is allowed. Is that in the scrolls? Can that be? Can that happen? I mean, it's the Flintstones live-action game. Robert can do it. You're doing him a favor, honestly. Yeah, if anything, he deserves this. Might so come back to wait, bite us with uh, Game of the Year voting, honestly. So now, Sam, is Sonic... Is it a real... Like, is it a good game? Uh, I'm sorry, say that one more time. The Sonic game, is it good? It's... Yeah, it's... I, I played a little bit of it. And yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's a really good like beat 'em up. There's a lot of um, like special attacks you can do and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's really good. He just moves very slowly, old Sonic Blast man. But he looks like he would. He's got like a metal chest. <laughs> he basically looks like he basically looks like if Optimus Prime had sex with a guy named Joe, uh, hmm. and then they had a baby. I can see that. But yeah. I was trying to think of like Optimus Prime's name. I couldn't. Mm. That's what his chest looks like. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty fun. Speaking of Bubble Bobble, where do we come down on like the Bubble Bobble, Tetris, Luminous, like sort of vertical puzzle games? Like which reigns supreme? Oh, I mean, Tetris is the perfect game. Like, I don't know that it gets better than Tetris. The end. I mean, I love Luminous. Is that number two? I, I think Luminous is probably number two for me. Do you have any Tetris love for, like, a one. Dr. Mario or, like, something like that? Um, I like Dr. Mario. It's not a bad game. Like, I, I like Tetris more. Um, but I also like uh, Bubble Bobble's fun. I'm trying to think of what other puzzle games are out there. Uh Shout out to uh, uh, Frozen Bubble on uh, Browser. That got me through some dark times in middle school. Oh, Yoshi's Cookie? <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, wa- wa- is Wario Woods? That's a puzzle game, isn't it? <laughs> I, you got me on that one. I don't know that one. Played on a Nintendo Switch Online. Just what everyone wanted. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Um, it is a vertical. Wario's Woods is a vertical puzzle game. Uh, starring... What looks to be Birdo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Pokemon Puzzle Quest. That was another one, too. Hmm. Hmm. Puzzle Fighter. I mean, you, te- I mean, maybe, maybe I am overthinking it. Maybe it's just Tetris and that's the end. Because Tetris no, I mean, is all fantastic. Those, all those other games are great. Luminous is fantastic. Like a master class of a game. I never Must quite wrap my head around Luminous. 
Like just it's how like, that game functions. So you never played it? Uh, I've played it. But I okay. <laughs> I've played it. I've in that I've played the demo on Vita. Okay. I've never played the Vita one, I don't think. So I don't know if it's good or not, but okay. Luminous One, Masterpiece. Shining is a banger. That's so a song I've heard. So lights I've up heard. a room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You put that song on. You put the, the the old Nintendo Switch on the TV. You play Shining. Someone, yeah. someone next door living next to you. Yeah. Like, oh, honey, I think somebody's playing Luminous next door. Oh yeah, you're Shining. Sounds good. Somebody, somebody's getting pregnant tonight. Oh yeah. Now, did you play Tetris Night or yeah Tetris ninety nine? I haven't yet. I'm very intimidated because I'm not good at Tetris. Oh, what a game that is. So I'm just going to get roasted. I do want to get into Tetris Effect, though. Also a great game. Which was a 20, uh, 2018 banger that I missed. Now you can play it on PC. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. May, I may do that. Yeah, Epic Store. Thanks for the PSA. Hell yeah, that game is fantastic. I feel like more people need to play that. Like it, I'm glad it's not just on PlayStation anymore. Masterpiece. Uh, boys, I don't know that I... So I've been playing Fire Emblem. But I've already said kind of enough on that. Uh, a little bit of Destiny. A lot of Siege recently. Oh. Not much else to add, but just a fucking masterclass of a game. I know we've talked about it way too much. Uh, but Siege is fucking good, guys. I can't wait to get back what? into that. I'm so excited. Uh. I don't. I haven't I, even been paying close attention to like the operators are going to release. I saw a thing come up in my feed, supposedly that one of the operators in in the new season pass is going to like include an operator who can like go vertically through through hatches. Like go up. Oh. Like go up through hatches. Oh yeah. shit! Whoa. And so that I don't would know be a great skill. Yeah, and I don't know if, like, he would be an attacker or a defender, but, like, I could just imagine, like, if you have a Habana, and she, like, hibbies a, a hatch, and then you just, like, fucking rappel through the top of it into the hostage room or something. Swoop. That'd be a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah, that's slick. But I, I had forgotten that you were, that that was, like, a, a technology issue, Sammy. I thought that you just, we just weren't playing right now. We gotta get oh. you back in. Yeah, it's just like it's so inconvenient to play on my laptop. Right. So it's like no joke. The load times are like three minutes. Boy. And it's awful. And then you're like in the chat, and people are like, "Oh, who's playing at McDonald's?" And it's like, "I'm sorry. <laughs> who's on I can't that Fisher Place internet?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I think I mentioned it last week, but getting back into it, I forgot what a fucking meme. <laughs> the the chat is. Uh, I mean, it's a mixture of fucking just pure toxic, and some of it's fun. I want it to be wholesome memes, but I know they're not. <laughs> they're, de- they're definitely not wholesome uh. memes. Uh, we we played a match the other day with like just some heinous human beings saying some terrible things, <laughs> oh and like they were just ru- like they weren't even playing. They were just like going out and trying to get the other team to meet them in, the, in a room so they could dance together and say terrible things. You report? <laughs> oh, I reported. I was. Okay. I, I got off the game after that. I was like, you know what? I've had Thank enough. Thank you. 
There's no shame in being a fucking narc in these games, oh, dude, man. I, I hope I hope everybody wild. reports that shit. I hit him with a. F- Here's the thing. Now here is the. Uh, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, hit me. They've drastically improved the team kill system. Right. So if I team kill, I am instantly killed. Uh, or. I don't think it happens always, but you can team kill and get away with it. But then you get a strike next to your name, and friendly fire or reverse friendly fire is turned on. Right. But if like if you don't kill someone fast enough, if you shoot at somebody and then like give them a warning shot and then give them one more warning shot, it'll turn reverse friendly fire on for you. <laughs> so like one time. I was like slow shooting somebody and it reverse friendly fired on me and I ended up killing myself by accident. <laughs> and which is a great improvement, but here's the thing, when people are being terrible and you just want to fucking end them, you just want to get it all out of here. You kill them and then that's Violence it, is gone. never the answer. You gone. <laughs> no, Cassidy, if someone is spouting off some racist shit in the chat, you kill them. Yeah. Like, yeah. And here's the, no, you're I was, right. This weekend, big controversy, big glitch okay. going on. If you typed the chat in the chat with the right number of characters, and then did it so like, like if you typed your sentence and it was perfectly normal, and did the right number of characters, it would bring you to the second line, and then you would type somebody on the other team's uh, like name. And then you would say, like, something you know will get you kicked from the game. Oh and God. it would kick that person. So, it like, would register that message as theirs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, like, a lot of games I was joining, like, just people trying to do that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, just fucking saying, you know, terrible shit in the chat. And then it's like, so-and-so just got fucking killed. Or so-and-so just got kicked. And everyone's like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? Damn. <laughs> I'm, dude, the, the siege chat, I'm telling you, is part of the game. You've got to maneuver it. <sighs> it's part of the ops. All right. I'm 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 not sure I am ready to get back in. Damn. Oh, it's a lifestyle, <laughs> man. But yeah, that game's so fucking good. <sighs> Boys, I got a question for you. Now, we talked about Borderlands 3. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, Borderlands 3 boycott is trending, or was trending earlier today. This was the tease at the top of the show. Yeah. I don't What's going on? I, I, I don't actually know this. Okay, so stick with me. Some intricate drama going on. Mm. Essentially, there was like a Borderlands 3, some announcements, I think last week. Uh, in those announcements, they revealed like some Twitch integrations. And, of course, in the video when they announced the Twitch integrations, people saw, like, the official Twitch handles they were using to showcase it. And people found those Twitch handles, like, actually existed on Twitch. 2K is claiming that they were private, but other people are claiming they weren't. And so they got information off of those Twitch handles and, like, you know, published it on Reddit and Reset Era. And then, like, the Borderlands community made a bunch of videos about it, like, talking about the mm. leaks that came out of it. And uh, so this one, you know, YouTuber uh, 
called I think it's Sup Matos. Uh, he's like pretty big in the Borderlands community. He's been like you know he's one of those guys updates like the news on Borderlands. Uh, even you know in 2018 for the game that was announced, he was talking about uh, leaks from online, and you know those turned out to be real. And so he published a video showcasing the information that had leaked out of these Twitch handles um, and some other stuff that got data mined from the handles themselves since they were, like, out there on the Internet. And after he uploaded the video, two private investigators showed up at his home and questioned him for 40 minutes. Uh, and it turns out that those two private investigators work for 2K. Oh, yeah. And take to Interactive. Uh, and so they investigated it, like they, you know, questioned him on what happened. Um, and then I guess following that, and, and by the way, the uh, Sup Matto guy uploaded a video last night uh, detailing what's what's happening from his point of view. Um, and so after he spoke with the PIs, uh, his YouTube channel received about five or six copyright strikes from Take Two. Um, and so they all started to fall off, except for one, which is still standing. Uh, and so he, I think, from there also lost his Discord channel. His Discord channel, they shut it down and said, like, publishing of copyrighted material or whatever. Wow. Uh, and so, like, all this stuff, Take-Two went all out, sent these PIs to his house. So then the Borderlands boycott hashtag starts to trend. Uh, and 2K, as of a few hours ago, has responded. Uh, and they've basically said that, uh, you know, it's their, you know. Uh, did they apologize only, or did they double they, down? No, they're doubling down. The information Oof. he's sharing about the situation is incomplete and in some cases untrue, a 2K representative said. Not only were many of his actions illegal but they were negatively impacting the experience of other content creators and our fans in anticipation of the game. Uh, they basically say, like, these are our trade secrets, and we protect them within the full right of the you know, legal status of them. What's your take? I don't know. I, I, I don't understand all of this, and... You know, they're, they're both... It's all he said, she said. He, right. He, I think he's claiming that the Twitch channels were on private, that they were public, and that they should have, like, not put the names of them in the video, and people just found them, and that he's also claiming he's not the one that got any of this information, that everyone else posted the information online, he was just kind of, like, reporting and talking about it. Yeah. And they, like, copyright striked everything. Um, 2K is claiming that he is lying, that it's it, he data mined it, and that he's, you know, posting all their, like, trade secrets and copyrighted material. So, but it's just weird. Borderlands 3 can't catch a break. I mean, Borderlands 3 can't, like, get out of their own way also. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is sort of a rock and a hard place. Maybe, maybe I'm a fucking corporate apologist, but, like, I get that you got to protect your stuff. And, and if they have some sort of proof that that's what happened, that this guy was somewhere he shouldn't have been, then I get that you have to take action on that, but... Man, it seems it seems pretty pretty harsh at this juncture, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know, rough stuff. Oh, Randy, what yeah, have you done even... to your boy? What have you done to your boy, Randy? 
I know. Randy wasn't even involved. I kept waiting for a Randy tweet. I checked I periodically throughout the day. Nothing came. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Somebody got a hold of Randy's account. Somebody got the keys. They shut him down. You hate to see it. They shut fall. him down. <laughs> he probably has like 15 that draft love. tweets. <laughs> but nothing sent. Yeah. Nope. Uh, yeah, and nope. every time he sends one, it's just like he's got a, a PR person now logged into his handle. It's like as mm-hmm. he types, it just gets backspaced. On the <laughs> computer. Now it's all about the hunt for Randy's alt because you know it's out there. Oh, yeah. Like he's the guy in the, you know, hashtag boycott Borderlands 3. Like, oh, <laughs> you guys aren't seeing the real side of this. <laughs> Speaking of seeing the the real side of this, did you guys see Jason Schreier's tweet about uh, Epic Games and the uh, the indie no. thing? Ooblets, God. Right? Yeah. So, well, so they've been dealing with some shit because they signed an Epic exclusive. Yes. Deal. But Jason came out and basically said that he's been talking to different indie devs, um, and they've been like revealing the details of these. Ec- epic exclusivity deals that are being Mm. given out to these indie devs i did see this and it basically says like no matter how many copies the indie dev sells uh they're guaranteed to break even in profits Mm. yeah uh and so that it's like the reason these indie devs are like saying fuck it like we're gonna deal with the pr backlash is because like you know indie scene's super competitive and they're getting like some stability yeah they're funding this. the game essentially. Yeah. It's like no matter what, like everyone who works on this game, like we're going to be okay because we're going to be able to break even. No matter what. Yeah. I'm really not quite sure what to think about the rage around the Epic Store exclusives, like especially with some of these details, right? Like if I'm a game creator, like hell yeah. I, I would go for that deal. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Especially for know. indie devs. Especially like, for indie devs. You know, that's where I... It's a difficult topic because I think sometimes when we start talking about Kickstarters, it gets a little weird. Like, you know, people are back in this game on Kickstarter. They're like, you know what? I'm getting a Steam code. And then, you know, I, I do feel like it's a complicated situation to be like, well, we promised you a Steam code. You bought it at the Steam code. Mm-hmm. We're not doing Steam anymore. We're Epic Store exclusive. I get being upset about that, but I think we're I taking get that it too. A, we're a little too far now down this hole. I I'm get pretty it. sure that's not what happened in the Ooblets case. Either. Not in the Ooblets situation. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I, I you know, I, I also I do get that though. Like if if I signed up for something and then you change the game on me, that's fucked up. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, you know, and it, I think the the same thing can be said for something like fucking uh what the hell is the what's the russian game metro uh, metro like metro yeah, being agree. on steam taking pre-orders i know, agree everyone's wish listing it and then it goes exclusive to epic store and then you know not only that but it's like they're still using like the community aspects of steam and yep all i that agree that that one's fucked up too but it's like i think we're at the point and listen, I, I don't want to download and use the Epic Store and have my games all split between different launchers. Like, I get it. But I think we're at the point where it's like, we've had enough outrage over it. Is it that big of a deal? But, Are we that mad about it? But I mean, I, I mean, I've heard. This could be all, like, you know, conjecture or whatever. 
but I've heard that the Epic Game Store is like pretty loose with security and like they've had a lot of breaches and that's like kind of, I mean like, you know, my, my social security number I'm sure is out there or whatever in the internet, but you know, like, no, yeah, that Equifax thing. kind of. Yeah, no, I've heard that the Epic Store, especially from, like, Fortnite players, people have been saying, like, it's pretty, like, they deal with their accounts getting hacked. And then I I thought I remember reading that, like, you know, Epic support has been a problem. Like, Mm -hmm. they just locked the account and now I can't get it back. And, you know, Steam has had a lot, like, say what you will about Steam. It has plenty of issues, like, countless issues. Yeah. Uh, But it's had years to learn a lot of this stuff and and it is weird that epic hasn't learned everything like you know i think there's some things that they don't have or that they're sort of falling with uh that you know they could have looked at steam and like steam over the years and been like okay we can like we can nail this and i think their whole like messaging around like we're not going to stop buying exclusives until like we even like the the profit sharing gap right like until steam gets on our level and is paying devs out more on the games like i don't know if they actually mean it and i don't know if it's right in all cases but that's like a you know if it helps devs out i guess we get better games for it yeah that's great but i don't know that i've bought a game on the epic store yet yeah me neither just because i haven't either <clears throat> it shouldn't bother me, but just the idea of my games being all over the place on PC. Like, I kind of want a launcher to, to house everything so I can see it all in one place. Cause I'm a do lazy. you not have to deal with Origin for anything? Actually, yeah, I do have Origin games, but I never, like, I never played them. What's what's Destiny boot out of? Battle.net, for now, but it's coming to Steam. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> so I play games at all these different launchers. <laughs> Siege needs the Ubisoft launcher to boot too. So you play. Shout out. Oh, but you can. Man. You can no, play. But you're right. It would. It would be so annoying to use the Epic one. You're right. <laughs> Cassidy, are you trying to bring logic to this? No, I'm sorry. It's like the 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 fucking fury and outrage that people have about this just triggers me. So that's all. The end. Support local business cast. No, you're right. You're right. Support, support your local steam marketplace. You're right. Yeah. Can you buy trading cards on the Epic store? (laughs) I don't think they've implemented that yet. You can't money wander through trading cards on, on the marketplace. (laughs) I hope not. I don't sure get what are those trading cards for? Like, what's the point? Okay. So when you play a game, you get like X number of chances to get a trading card, and like you wanna, if you get a full set for a game, you can like transform them into uh, like badges for your profile, or like b- like wallpapers and emblems and like chat emojis. So basically, worthless. But the the smart thing to do is to take your cards and just sell them on the marketplace. You can download an extension on your like Chrome browser that just like auto sells everything, 
And so, like, every few months, <laughs> I'll just get a fucking library of these cards, and I'll just auto-sell them all in the store for, like, you know, five to eight cents a piece. And eventually, you get, like, you know, you hit, like, five bucks. You're like, oh, wow. it's a little discount on a game. You buy a copy of Bad Rats with that. Yeah. Deep Space Wi-Fi. I'm close to getting DuckTales Remastered, which is your PSA announcement. DuckTales Remastered being delisted. Ooh. Yeah, Did why is that? that? Do we know? I don't think they've said. I think they're just saying like it's getting taken down off of every digital storefront. Mm. So buy that while you can because it's a good game. The music's real good and it looks real pretty. <sighs> Boys. Do you want to talk about Pokemon? David Hater Evo. Or Death Stranding on PC. Let's talk about Pokemon. Did you guys watch the new Pokemon trailer? No. Today. I saw the Twitter highlights. Alright, so basically there's like new forms. Like the Alolan forms from Sun and Moon. Where like they would take... Pokemon that already existed and sort of give them like a new look and feel because they had to like, like an adapt. island theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're from like this new region. So like a Rattatat here evolved to be a little different. So now it's like a different type. So they announced that those are going to come to the game uh, with like Weezing. He's got a top hat that's also a fucking uh, like a chimney. Smoke that is the stack. goddamn dumbest <laughs> yeah. thing I've ever seen. I love it so much. <laughs> So cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, spoiler, but Pokemon real dumb, dude. You're telling I like me... Pokemon, but it that should. Let's just be honest. Call a spade a spade here. Guys, how fucking dare Chandelure? You. Come on. <laughs> Guys, you're, you're telling, telling me... me that the new, right, the new Pokemon with a fucking full belly and hangry mode is stupid. <laughs> I didn't say it was stupid. I just said it was real dumb. You sound hangry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I am. I'm over here living that full belly life. You're right. You're right. I hate Uh, when you're right, but you're right. How do you guys feel about the, like, controversy? Because it's pretty big. Like, the whole no national decks. So I went out to uh, Happy Hour with a friend of mine. And uh, they said, oh, you you know, you see the, uh, the Pokemon news? It's like, yeah, it doesn't really seem like that big a deal. And he's like, oh, let me tell you why it's a huge deal. Uh, and so he was on the side of it being a giant deal. So why, why to him, why was it a big deal? <sighs> His thing was, you know, people have had these Pokemon for years and years, and they want to be able to transfer them over. And they have the models and all that stuff. I don't, yeah. I don't quite get it, though. I would like to... I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not in the ecosystem. But like, I think I'm on the fence. To, so to me, I am pretty hard in the direction of who cares. Because like, I feel like at some point, maybe around X and Y, they just started shoveling Pokemon out. Like there's the fucking haunted washing machine. There's the haunted piece of trash. Rodham. There's the chandelier. And it's like... You know, at some point, I think they just, like, kind of got maybe a little uninspired. And it's like, if those aren't in the new game, and that's, like, the sacrifice they had to make to make the game, like, run smoother or run better or the balancing is better. Like, 
Who fucking cares? I think the the huge thing right now is that like of all of the Pokemon that exist, I would say like not like eighty five to ninety percent of them are like beloved by like majority of people who play Pokemon. That's kind of what I was gonna say. It's like, like that yeah. that one with the haunted washing machine may have been somebody's first Pokemon, and that may be like their fucking shit. And so I do the, get it from that perspective. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I think a huge part of it is like, we don't know which ones are in the game yet. And so mm-hmm. like, everyone's pissed because they're like, oh, is, is my favorite Pokemon not going to be there? And it's like, you already know, like we know some like of the Pokemon that are going to be in the game. And you know, like, you know, they're not going to, like, they're pretty predictable with it. Like they're not going to cut the majority of Gen 1 because it's like, they fucking worship Gen 1. Um, and as do most people. So it's like easy to put those in the game and like be an easy win. Um, but like, I kind of get it. Like, you know, not having all those Pokemon there. Like I was disappointed that they weren't all going to be there. Like, cause it's part of the end game is filling out that national decks. And plus they just announced that Pokemon home where you can like bring your game right. your Pokemon from every single game all the way up to like what you thought was going to be sword and shield and then it's don't not. you feel like they're coming though i feel like they're just gonna patch it in i don't know like oh here here's another hundred here you go kids i feel go like fucking they, nuts they never do anything like that what they i think pokemon is, go though that's the thing pokemon yeah. go regularly adds new pokemon so but what it could be like in home i think they're gonna like turn that into a like a game uh like, I think what's going to happen from now on, it's like, oh, every game that came out before Sword and Shield, put them in Pokemon Home. And, like, you're going to be able to battle people and trade with people and, like, do things in home with your Pokemon. And then it's like, oh, Sword and Shield comes out, play that game, collect the Pokemon there. And then when that game's done, you could move those Pokemon over to home. And then you can take the ones from home that are compatible and bring them with you to the next game. And it's like, that's going to become like a you know, the replacement for the national decks not being in these future games. Hmm. But, but like, like, I also... Not yet. I was like, I don't understand, like, what's the point of playing the game if you already have all those Pokemon? You know, like, if you could just transfer, like, your Mewtwo into the game, like, what's the point of playing it? Usually you can't transfer things from, like, out of gen until the you beat the game. Hmm. Usually. I, I don't know if that's... I, from the more recent games, I can't remember if they changed that, but typically that's how it was. Um, I don't know. I think it's like a collecting thing. I was never super into it. I don't know that outside of maybe once I completed my national deck, so it's not like a huge deal for me. I was a little upset about it, and mainly because I don't know the Pokemon that are in it yet. But, like, I'll fucking live. The game looks cool. I'm excited for it. Uh... And I feel for Game Freak. Like, they're a, you know, they shouldn't be a small team considering how big Pokemon is. But, like, they have to crank out a yearly release and it has to line up with the anime and the card game and the merchandise. And, like, you can't delay those games because they have to line up with everything. Yeah. So, I feel for them during this uh, this time, though. The messaging has been fucking crazy. Like, they're just like, yeah, we, we couldn't do it because of the models. And then you got people data mining the game, being like, no, you guys are lying. The models are all there. (laughs) It's rough. Yeah. 
It's wild. Cass, you gonna buy Sword and Shield? I don't know, man. That's the honest answer. There are so many games coming out at that time, and even if I were to buy it, it's not the game that I would dive into day one. So I might just wait. Sam, you're getting it, though. Yeah, I mean, I got two of the... um, those, like, passes. So, yeah, I'll probably save one of them for... Uh, probably shield. Yeah, I haven't decided what version I'm gonna get. I need to but, do some research. Yeah. You know what starter you're gonna pick, though? I think the little Grookey boy. He seems so cool. Hell yes. Yeah. yeah, but uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with the the Switch now. Like I was pretty, I was not a fan of the Switch up until like Mario Maker came out. And, like, now I play it every day. And it's like, man, this is a fucking good console. So Yeah, it is. Shout out to Mario Maker and go, Fire boy. Emblem for really uh, convincing me, like, oh, this is a good purchase. Definitely. Thank you, Nintendo. Yeah. Thank you, Nintendo. Real quick before we leave, I wanted to bring up one more thing. Did you guys see this fucking Solid Snake at Evo thing? Yeah, it was like a meme, yes. right? Yeah, it was a meme, and everyone was pissed. Bad meme. Yeah, they pissed everybody off because everyone thought it was a Tekken announcement. And then David Hayter was like, hey, you guys are a fucking corporation. You asked me to do this clip. I thought I was doing it for a fan, and then you like used it in this promotional material. I didn't even think that's what happened. Because oh, yeah. they, they, they showed a Tekken trailer at Evo, and... Snake was like in the trailer. So everyone got fucking hyped that he was going to be in Tekken or something. Yeah. But they didn't ask Konami's permission to use the likeness. And I think they just ripped the audio from the game. So they didn't ask David Hayter either. And that's why he was so pissed. He's like, don't use my voice to promote your shit again. Mm. Oh, okay. See, because. So it was like, it was bad all around. It was like, you have to fucking talk to Konami. Like, come on, what are you doing? And, of course, people are going to interpret it as some snake-related announcement because he's in the goddamn trailer. And, see, I don't even, I don't know that Bandai has said anything because they make Tekken. But, supposedly, Bandai wasn't even in the know. Like, Evo themselves did well, this. So, well, yeah. So, I don't know if Evo put it together or if, like, fucking uh, Harada, who is the, the, like, lead designer on Tekken and has been for years and he's, like, kind of a character... Um, like he's he's wild enough that he might have just put that together and been like oh no this is gonna be fine I'm gonna show it to Evo who cares <laughs> I think Evo said that they made it ah like it was just they goofed then yeah yeah this kind of it blew up too like I I saw it right after it happened like people were going crazy online saying Snake was coming to Tekken yeah it's like wow that's pretty crazy. Definitely didn't see that. Shout out to uh, Bonchan, your Street Fighter champion. (laughs) And shout out to uh, the the Wolf guy. He won the Smash tournament, I think. I don't think so. The Wolf guy? That was MK MK, MK MK Leo. Leo. Yeah, with Joker. Yeah. He won with Joker? Yeah. Wow. Did you you guys watch that? I watched some of it. It was fucking insane. Like, just, like, the level of, like, mastery that even, like, both of them were playing at was inc- yeah. incredible. You should watch Grand Final Street. It's, like, 25 minutes. 
I'm going to check that out because I think that watching those Smash players is fucking ridiculous. Best in the world right there, man. Yeah, watching them like play as Wario and like fuck shit up. I'm like, oh my god. There was some high-level Wario at this tournament, too. Like, <laughs> as funny <laughs> as it is, like some perfectly timed like fucking farts. I think uh, that's what I saw. Like, I saw clips yeah. on Twitter and stuff. It's fucking crazy. Mm. I love watching fighting games. I wish I could be good at them. Me too. I'm just trash. Yeah. I even bought a fight stick. Oh, wow. Now it collects dust. There was a minute there where I thought maybe Smash Ultimate. I was getting there. I was, like, training. Like, right when it came out, I played it nonstop. I thought it was getting pretty good. But, you know, it was a farce. Now your bones have turned to mush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of mush, ladies and gentlemen, you've made us mush. Thanks for listening to Gone Gold, the goldest podcast on the internet. If you want to follow along with the gold happenings or listen to Awkward Pause, you follow us at Pause on Twitter. Buy that merch. You like merch? We've got it. Buy it at awkwardpausepod.com forward slash merch. Uh, copyright laws? We never heard of them. Check out the merch. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Street Super with one R. If you want to follow Sam Atherton, where can I find you? Catch me on Instagram, Sam period in period Japan. Cassidy Sergeant. I'm on Twitter at Sergeant Cass. Follow Elmer Guardado at Elmer Does and Robert Mecky at Robert Junior. Jr. Tweet at him. Tell him he's got to beat the Flintstone game before November 15th or he's eating a mayo sandwich. The scrolls. Sam Kingma will meet someday. Will we, won't we? Stay tuned. Until next time, remember to stay golden.